You're listening to the Crafting a Magical Life show, hosted by me, Sarah Martha. I'm a multi-passionate creative on a personal journey to craft a magical life through both my spiritual crafts and artsy crafty crafts. On this eclectic show, I will share my creative ideas and experiences with you. We'll talk about all things from spiritual healing, personal development and tarot cards, to decorating, recipes, self-care, and do-it-yourself projects so that you too can craft your own magical life. So are you ready? Let's get crafty. Hello, magical friends, and welcome to today's show where we will focus on the act of renewal and aligning our energies to the spring equinox in this part three of our release and renewal mini workshop. Now I have to say, this is the second not only full recording, but also editing of this episode. So thank you for your patience because I know this episode is getting out a little bit later than um, we would have liked it to. So again, apologies for how late this episode is coming out, but we are super glad that you're here today because we are going to finish up this workshop. So in our last two episodes, we talked about the spring equinox from a scientific, mythological, and cultural standpoint so that you would have a basic understanding of the natural energies occurring at this time of year. You also participated in a guided meditation to visualize your most authentic and beautiful life so that you could gain clarity around what needed releasing. Now hopefully you've had some time to process and implement some of our ideas and tips and strategies for releasing. If you're just joining us, welcome. Super happy you're here but you should go back and listen to parts one and two of the workshop. So you're gonna wanna pause here and go check out episodes four and five so that you're able to get the full value of this mini workshop that we've put together for you. I also just wanna mention that in this episode, like always, we'll be sharing lots of great ideas, recipes, and strategies to help you renew during the spring equinox season. All that information can be found on our Crafting a Magical Life blog, so you can head there after this episode. We also have step-by-step tutorials on our TikTok channel and on YouTube Shorts now as well. Some of our ideas and tips are helpful in a step-by-step format for those of you who like more of a visual guide. The new year isn't just in January. In fact, for us, the new year makes the most sense in this part of the wheel when things that have died off or become dormant for the cold, dark, and long months of winter are now coming back to life. It's a new year, a new season for plants, animals, and us as well. So spring is the perfect time to be setting new goals. And hopefully, if you're listening to this episode, you've already heard the first two parts of the workshop and have done the work to identify and eliminate some of that shit that's not working for you. Now, empowered with our new awareness of what we want our most beautiful, authentic life to look like and the tools to release what is not aligned with that vision, today, we're gonna talk about how to restore and move ourselves closer to becoming that vision of ourself and open us up to new things that are going to be in alignment with that vision. So we have three ways that we're going to share with you for how we like to renew during the spring equinox season. So tip number one for renewal is to set new goals. Now that you're working to release what's no longer serving you, this is the perfect time to start setting new goals to help you achieve that beautiful, authentic life that you envision for yourself. I like to set goals on paper or in a journal. It's important to write them down and even more important to create an action plan or a roadmap for how you're gonna strategically get from where you are now to achieving your goals. 
Now, how to create that intentional strategic plan for achieving your goals is enough content for an entire episode all on its own. If you are interested in having us put one together, then let us know because we would be happy to create content that's going to help you go step by step from start to finish and create a plan that will help you to achieve your goals. So if you think that that would be helpful for you, just send us a DM on Instagram. Now for this workshop, we're going to focus just on the generation of new goals. Research shows that writing goals down will increase the likelihood of achievement by more than 42%. So today we're just going to start there. So many people are setting SMART goals these days. If you're unfamiliar with SMART goals, it's an acronym that stands for a specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. I, however, have a huge issue with SMART goals. Surprise, surprise. Especially for creating qualitative goals, which I bet is what the majority of you are probably leaning towards doing. Why do I hate SMART goals? Well, first off, the achievable piece is a problem for me. Fuck achievable. It makes people play small and form a fear-based goal. It is oh goddamn K to have huge dreams and goals, even if you don't know exactly how you're going to achieve them at this moment. You'll figure that shit out along the way. By setting a goal that's achievable, it keeps us from setting goals that push us to take risks and get out of our comfort zone. It keeps us from creating those goals that are life-changing and transformational. If you commit to your goals and embrace failure as a lesson, then you will eventually achieve your goal. And this is where the time-bound piece is also an issue for me. Which to me says that if I'm unable to achieve my big goal in the time that I guessed it would take me, I should probably just give up. Yeah, no thanks. How about being resilient and pushing through the obstacles getting in your way in order to achieve your goal no matter how damn long it takes? Ugh, smart goals. More like the play it safe and give up quick goals. Now I get we want to be somewhat accountable for a time frame in terms of getting off your ass and getting going on your goals. But that part happens through an action plan. It has no business taking part in the generation of your goal. Probably you've guessed by now that you will not be setting SMART goals today. Fuck that, my magical friends. We want you to dream big. So set your goals by reflecting on what you visualize during the guided meditation in part one, your true authentic vision of your life. I don't care how big or unachievable it might feel right now. You will figure that shit out and we're going to help you get started right now. Begin by choosing no more than three goals. Three is your cutoff, you overachiever, and you can have less than three if you wish. Now focus on just one of your goals. Visualize it. See it. Hear it. What are you doing? Where are you? Who is with you? Once you have a good visualization, write the goal down on a post-it note or a small piece of paper in a present tense based statement. For example, if my goal is to declutter my home, I would write my goal as I live in an organized clutter-free home rather than I will declutter my house. See, the first way is much more powerful because it frames it in a way that is manifesting like you already have accomplished that goal and it's already happening. Putting your dreams and goals out into the universe this way allows you to claim it as your new reality, drawing upon the natural energy of the spring season to give birth, grow, and nurture this new goal to life. Once you have your goal written in present tense on one or a few post-it notes, stick them around your house in places where you'll see them often. Maybe a mirror, on your refrigerator, a kitchen cabinet, or your nightstand. I like to scatter mine around the house so that I'm reminded of them multiple times a day. 
This helps me to continue to focus on them, directing more thoughts and energy towards their manifestation. Repeat this process with all of your goals. Remember, not more than three at a time. The next step would be to create your action plan for bringing them to life. Because we can't just wish things real. We have to show up and we have to work with the universe by taking action on our goals. Again, let us know if you're interested in having us create more content to walk you through that specific phase of goal planning. Our second tip to refresh and renew this spring equinox season is to change up or refresh your style. After purging your closet and home of things that you no longer use, or maybe they're outdated and no longer reflect who you are, it can be really fun and energizing to renew your style. That might be taking the time to schedule an appointment or DIY mani-pedi. Maybe you're ready for a new hairstyle or color or a makeup routine. If you're a dude, maybe think of shaving off that winter beard or changing up your facial hair. Redoing a room of your home, changing up your decor, and shopping for some new seasonal outfits or accessories are all great ways to change it up and refresh your style this spring. Now, if you're not totally sure how to get started, we suggest that you head to Instagram, Pinterest, or your favorite social media platform to get some ideas. I like Pinterest best for this and have boards for many things related to style. I save pictures of color schemes and patterns, home decorating, organization, outfit or accessory ideas, hairstyles, all the things. Once you have an idea of what new styles you're going for, head to your local thrift secondhand or antique shop. This is a fantastic way to start slowly building your new style over time. Now, aside from the ethical reasons to buy secondhand, it also allows you to create a style that's truly unique to you, slowly and intentionally inviting new items into your closet or home only when they truly speak and call to you. I am a huge fan of eclectic decorating. My home is filled with intentionally chosen pieces that have been either handmade, gifted, or thrifted. I love being surrounded by my special things, knowing that no one else has a little witchy cottage that looks like mine. This spring, I chose to begin redoing our back room, turning it from a bar or activity room into an indoor garden. We weren't really using the room that much and there's a lot of potential for growing plants because the entire room is basically wall-to-wall south-facing windows. This was a very easy refresh. I began by purging out all the old stuff we didn't use anymore, just like we talked about last week in part two. And then all that was really left was to take down the curtains so that I could maximize the lighting, brought in some new plants, and right now I have this combination of edibles and houseplants, plus my little seedlings that are beginning their new life so they can be planted in my garden next month. It is a warm and bright sunny room. I love sitting out here having coffee or tea, and it's amazing how such a small, easy shift that literally cost me no money to do makes such a difference to my home and my spirit. And that kind of leads us into our last tip, which is creating new life. Planting something new, whether that be fresh herbs in your windowsill, repotting your aloe pups, or starting seedlings for your garden is a great way to put your energy in alignment with nature this spring. One of the easiest things to plant in the spring are pea shoots. We talked about how to grow pea shoots in episode two when we gave you six hacks for eating more veggies. So you can head back to episode two for a refresh after this episode, or you can find us on TikTok and watch our step-by-step tutorial on growing your own springtime pea shoots. Not super into gardening? That is A-O-F-N-K. There are lots of other ways to bring life into your home this season. You can buy or pick flowers, drink herbal tea, diffuse essential oils, or simmer a magical stovetop potion. What is a stovetop potion? So freaking glad you asked. 
It's basically a simmering potpourri, but it's been put together mindfully and blessed by you with intention. You can literally use any herbs, flowers, and spices that speak to you. Put them in a saucepan with water and simmer on low, allowing the beautiful smells and magic to flow through your home. After this episode, hit up our blog for our favorite recipe. It's a springtime cleansing potion for your stovetop, and you will love it. Or find us on TikTok for our step-by-step tutorial, and again, we will be putting that into our Instagram Reels and our YouTube channel very soon. Friends, there are so many ways to celebrate this beautiful spring equinox season. Hopefully, this workshop has been transformational for you. We truly are so grateful that you've joined us over the past few weeks on our journey to release and renew as we seek to live in alignment with and craft our most authentic magical life. If you are loving the podcast, please take a few minutes to leave a five-star review so that other lovelies can find us and grow with us too. Even better, I bet you know someone who could benefit from this podcast as well. So please share our podcast with a friend that needs a little magical love and support. That is it for today, my friends. Thanks again for sticking with us. We hope you have a lovely week and we can't wait to see you here next time.